I'm getting too old for this podcast. How fast are they? Well, we clocked the T-Rex at 32 miles an hour. T-Rex? Mm-hmm. You said you've got a T-Rex? Uh-huh. Say again. <laughs> we have a T-Rex. Oh. Put your, put your head between your knees. <laughs> Dr. Grant. My dear Dr. Sattler. Welcome to Jurassic Park. this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 129, and today we and are talking about episode. Jurassic Park. That's right, we are finally doing Jurassic Park, the the movie, the legend, the the dinosaur I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Dodson. Dodson, we've got Dodson here! Jimison. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, Cornelius, objects and podcasts are closer than they appear. Logan? you damn right. <laughs> uh, and Sam enjoys torturing children, Vector. Oh, okay. Well, let, let's just say, Sean, that if, if you were... Uh... If you and I were in a car and a T-Rex was attacking, mm-hmm. and I had a uh, a flare, yeah, where I could you know light it up, I'd probably throw it at you. You throw it at me, at you. So yeah. we're in the car together. You just light the flare and then throw it at me. Yeah. So yeah. then I just grab it and then burn your face off with it. And I'd, then I'd, I'd be running. And then I kick you. So you're the one running. So he's chasing yeah. you while I'm stationary in the car. Good job. No, no, because no, you'd have the flare. It wouldn't matter. You're the one moving. You would have attracted. No, because to your, uh, to your, well, but now don't forget I'm pouring gas on you beforehand. <laughs> so when the flare hits, you're going to be pretty, uh, pretty. Uh, I'm going to be barbecue. Noticeable. Yeah, yeah. So once again, Sam proves his weird violence towards me early on in the podcast. Um, <laughs> this is not the last time tonight, folks. Oh my gosh, you're pouring gas on me and lighting me on fire. Like, this well, is, would this you rather is... die by fire or be eaten? I think actually kind of eaten. Truth be told, I think it might be quicker death than burning alive. That sounds terrible. T-Rex wants its food cooked. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) my gosh, what's wrong with you tonight? Jesus. Do I need to to start the show over and you less in a homicidal mood? Good God. Oh. Yes. Well, I did just complete my weekend with watching the Stranger Things horror movie type stuff does that happen is like the hero like light his friend on fire i mean is that a thing that happens oh no no okay so it's a shoot the hostage situation yeah yeah (laughs) okay um uh (laughs) i figured you're just gonna go with the i don't have to outrun the t-rex i just have to outrun you bit but no that's that's 
No, because you won't be able to get out of the car because you're on fire. I'm still confused how you've got gasoline and poured it on me and I'm just allowing this to happen. But I'm going to move on because this is getting weird. Um, So thank you for listening to this awful, awful thing we just called an intro of this podcast. (laughs) Um, uh, So let's get started. This is 1993's Jurassic Park. Um, And if you've been listening to more than this episode... um, we normally aren't homicidal on this show, but no, Sam typically no. is anyway. But, um, well, um, yeah, Sam usually does. He has some yeah. strange, weird vendetta against me. I'm kind of confused by it. But Sometimes, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> that's the only reason why, in fact, I, I keep him on the show is so that I can have concrete empirical evidence that so when, my, when I do die, the, 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 the police will have 129 episodes of uh, audio of proof. To know who to Although I've been from. gone for about four or five of those. That's fair. So. That's fair. So yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, 93's uh, Jurassic Park. And this is um, 100% Sam's favorite movie. Absolutely. And, Top of the heap. And so uh, it, was, uh, it was a surprise when it popped up on Netflix. And it has been a pleasure watching it. So it'll be real fun to talk about it tonight. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll just kind of see where the night goes. So uh, Andrew... Um, if you, if, if you have been watching, if you, have, if you don't know anything about what Jurassic Park is, um, and, uh, hopefully the words that Andrew will read will make sense. And if not, then go watch the movie and then come back to this show. Cause otherwise it will be confusing. So, um, Andrew, if you will. All right. Huge, huge advancements <laughs> in scientific technology have enabled a mogul to create an island full of living dinosaurs. John Hammond has invited four individuals along with his two grandchildren to join him at Jurassic Park. But will everything go according to plan? A park employee attempts to steal the dinosaur embryos, and critical security systems are shut down. Now all hell breaks loose. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's pretty fair. Where did you get that from? Because that's definitely not Uh, what IMDb says. Well, I improvised a little bit. Oh, okay. You just Google that or... Mm, sort of, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> and it's actually—it's actually if you scroll down to the storyline, it's right there. Oh, is it—is it on the back of the VHS? Uh, no. <laughs> Although it could be, I don't know. I see. It says yeah, yeah, yeah. By a film fan. Yeah. Um, oh wait a minute! It says written by Sam here. <laughs> <laughs> actually, if it were Sam, it would be much more glowing in its review. Um, and maybe, and, and he would probably still have like he would probably say words like. Quiz Essential. It's the Quiz Essential adventure film. And people would say, that's, that's not a word, Sam. Um, and then I say, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what you'd say. Um, so yeah, uh, Jurassic Park uh, starring uh, Sam Neill. Uh, um, uh, this will be our second Marvel Sam connection. Neill. Um, he's our Marvel connection? Yes. Uh, okay. I'll Where? let you think about it. Okay, give me a second. I will think about it. Um, He's our Marvel connection. He's our Marvel connection. Um, I am coming up, coming up blank. <laughs> Hang in there. Just, just go. Keep going. Keep co- moving. What Samuel Jackson? There's no, a lot of Sams in this. You said there. Sam Neill is a, is our is our star is our Marvel connection. I'm 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 thinking and I'm having a hard time. He's definitely not the one. Um, no, he's not the biggest one, obviously. What do you mean the? 
I said starring Sam Neill, and you said our Marvel connection. Sam Sam Jackson. I didn't say Mr. Sam Jackson. He, I said Sam Neill. I, I call him L. L. Um, okay. Is, uh, so let's let's be fair. Once again, the Sam. Biggest Marvel connection. If if you have not seen uh, any of our or listened to any of our podcasts, Sam Vector knows very few people in Hollywood and what they actually do. So Sam Neill, the star of his favorite movie, who he thought was in Marvel, has been in zero Marvel projects. So let's just get that out of the way. Uh, also stars Laura Dern, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough, uh, and several other people. Yes, Samuel L. Jackson is in it, who is also in, yes, a Marvel movie. Uh, or 12. But anyway, gracious. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, I guess we will do our under course directed by the Steven Spielberg, the the one and the only, the incredible Spielberg, um, and music by John Williams, which was you heard uh, uh, twice already on the show, which is yes. flipping amazing. He's uh, awesome as always. Um, though it was funny, um, we I watched this uh, as a, my new tradition has been to watch this with my wife, and she's reading her book or she's playing a game. She's not really watching. And all of a sudden, she just looks up and she goes, "That's the theme from Harry Potter." And there's about there's about half of the bum 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 part in this movie where it's just kind of like in the background while people are talking. And we went back and listened to it a couple of times. I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool. well, it's John Williams. He's allowed to borrow from himself." So anyway, he doesn't borrow from anybody else. Yeah, so. no, uh, he's never done that <laughs> except the Jaws theme and several other movies. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, at this part of the show, we like to kind of give our initial thoughts and kind of, I assume we've all seen this movie before. Um, and so we will, we go there. So Andrew, your initial thoughts, sir. All right. Um, well, I went to see this when it came out in the theaters as I was in fourth grade, possibly somewhere in there. And the yeah, uh, I know you were. Yeah, you had already graduated high school. By yeah, now, Sarah was, but. yeah, Sam was already. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that uh, actually might be factually correct. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, I fell in love, and not necessarily right away from what I saw on the screen, but from what I heard. Um, John Williams, this, you know, as a musician, this is one of the most beautiful and brilliant movie scores that I can think of. And even today, uh, you know, I, I teach a uh, high school band and I have students that ask me, can we play the theme to Jurassic Park? And I'm thinking, well, you, you kids weren't even born when this movie was, uh, when it came out and they love the music. Um, so that was what drew me to the film and the, the moment that I can remember the most, and I remember sitting in the theater watching this, was the moment when they they see the uh, Brachiosaurus for the first time, and the music there was just so delicate and uh, and you you know it was I can't even explain it the the acting that Sam Neill does there and the other actors on the screen who are looking literally at nothing, some <laughs> CGI things that are added later. Maybe a they, tennis ball at the, at the end of a stick. Something. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they make you believe that they're looking at a dinosaur. And it, it was just realistic. 
um, to say the least. Now, looking back on it now, is the CGI really great? Compared to things we have now, maybe not so much, but for the time, it was amazing and still is amazing. Great. Thank you. Um, Corny. Yo, what's up? Um, I don't remember the first time I saw this and, and subsequently, the, you know, a couple times after that, but um, it, it, it is one of those movies that um, I, I will never not watch. Um, it, it feels great to watch now. It did then. Um, I even, even in the watching for this, I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, even though I, you knew, you know, I, we all knew everything that was coming. It was just a great movie to watch, and uh, I really can't say anything bad about it except for a couple of issues with uh, Super Saiyan children. But other than that, it's pretty good. <laughs> Kamea. Yeah, you can't say that. Well, I mean, he was electrocuted. Maybe he retained ten thousand volts, that, uh... which would explode his heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, I, I don't care if the raptor was in a freezer. <laughs> I, I don't care. It's still a raptor. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Anyway, two grown adults. But yeah, uh, but oh, and then he he has the wherewithal to run into the freezer and then run back out to lock it in there, but he can't pick up the shotgun to help him out. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, kid. <laughs> That's uh, anyway, he's but, a kid. Uh, what can you expect? And you know the that whole situation. You know, he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna go to this new park that my uh, grandpa has," and he comes back to school and they're like, "What happened to you?" I don't like dinosaurs anymore. Right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you still want to be a paleontologist when you grow up? No. I'm going I'm to be a lawyer or something. I don't know. I want to be Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Just <laughs> a guy just looking for sex all the time. Right. No matter what. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and I will actually, I'll take it back. This is the only thing that I noticed differently. How much of a sleazeball Ian Malcolm <laughs> actually is. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't never notice that either. Like, I, I always knew he was like a little flirty, but he's like like touching her in kind of intimate he, places. Like he's touching her hair while he's talking about chaos theory or whatever, and and she's not like shooing him away. Like, shouldn't she be doing that anyway? He, he is <laughs> essentially Master Roshi. Uh, <laughs> he really is. Oh wow. Okay, that's interesting. Interesting analogy. Um, Jeff Goldblum uh, finds a way. Yeah, he sure, sure does. Um, <laughs> and that's the I don't I, I still don't all right. I, I so Spielberg is like all right, so Jeff, we're gonna we're gonna have you on this table, and you're gonna be labor breathing, and uh, we're gonna have your shirt. We're gonna open. Can we get the open up a shirt? Yeah, let's uh, spray <laughs> some sweat on him, and now we're gonna have this glamour <laughs> shot of you. That's so weird. Uh, Do you think he requested that? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you like know, you know, he went to Steven Spielberg. And goes, I've got this. Great idea. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I sit on I, I, I sit on the table and uh, uh, you you uh, take my shirt off, yeah. kinda. Yeah, uh, uh, sit, sit on Matthew McConaughey and uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> and the <laughs> I, I love your that's, that's a pretty good uh, uh, impression there, Sam. I like that. Um, Thank you. Thank and so then, like we would, but we would get the same kind of thing. But twenty five years later, it's Michael Bay looking at Megan Fox. But it's like the same thing, right? But yeah. for whatever reason, in ninety three, we wanted to see Jeff Goldblum's sweaty chest. <laughs> I don't know why, but that scene. I mean, like, 
I've seen memes since this movie came out. Year, like when <laughs> since beca- memes became a thing and gifts and whatever. And the gift that you posted with when they superimposed Grant when he's leaning on the trike as <laughs> his breathing. So they've got him on top of Malcolm, like snuggling each other. But like, but for some reason, I thought that that scene wasn't real. Like they had, like people had somehow like made it up. Yeah, and then when I watched the scene, I thought, oh, not only do we get the shot, he like the camera is pushing in on him, and he's there for. I mean, it's like four or five seconds of screen time. It's yeah. I mean, it's intense. There's dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like it's just the dialogue. Like later on, when he says that great line, you know, like. Like Hammond comes over and he brings over the schematics and lays them on top of his leg, which is all kinds of effed up. Um, and he says, you know, the whole the line with, yeah, but when the park breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists, whatever. Like yeah, he looks yeah. like he's in pain and uncomfortable, but this one he's like, he's ready for uh, he's Debbie action. Dallas to come over and help him out. You know, like he's he's ready for his close up. All we need is a little <laughs> saxophone as they right, yeah. Zoom into it. Yeah. Early nineties, yeah, uh, it could have. That would have been. Uh, John Williams is a little classier than that. I guess. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. We would have got that saxophone from uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that would have been. Great. Yeah. Well, that looks like a scene out of Lethal Weapon, to be yeah, honest. It kind of does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he kind of looks like he's got come here eyes. But anyway, we'll we'll uh, come hither eyes. I mean, well anyway, we'll we'll uh, yeah. we'll come back to Mr. Goldblum. I'm sure he'll come back up later. Uh, Sam, I guess it's your turn. Or Corny, were you done? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking about Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. That's a good thing. I don't know. Uh, Sam, have you seen this before? Oh, yeah. Um, I saw this this movie 82 times before seeing it this time. That's so strange um, to me that you know how many times you've seen it. Yeah. That's it's, like it's very... Like a tick on the... B- it's a notch on the bedpost every time well, I watch Dress. <laughs> it's also the amount of times that he... Uh... <laughs> anyway, he makes, kittens, he makes kittens cry. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but it, so yeah, but it was... seems like something like like. Hope it's Wednesday. You know, it's for... <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it seems I, like I... something like Mr. Monk would do. Like he he, he, oh, just, he keep, keep track of something he, silly. Yeah, he just you know yeah. like you, you, like you have like your Jurassic Park folder like spiral binder that your dad got you when you were going into college. And uh, when this movie came out, the word like Trapper Keeper, yeah, like a Trapper Keeper, and then you like every time you watch the movie, you you, you put down a little mark, a little mark, yeah. No, I just for some reason I, I've kept track. I saw it thirteen times in the theater, so after the thirteenth time, it kind of sticks with you. So then you're like, okay, seen it this many, this many, this many, this That's many. Interesting. So yeah. um, actually, I stopped counting how many times I've watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, so you might be up there too. Just haven't counted. No, no, I mean, I, I know I'm in the 20s, but... Oh. Yeah, 80, yeah, 82, but, but in fairness to, to you, Corny, uh, Scott Pilgrim's been out for, like, five years. Yeah. You know, when, when, when yeah, Scott so how, Pilgrim is 26 years old, you know, let's, let's see if you're close to 50, you know. Well, okay, that's fair. You know, yeah, 16 yeah. minus 1993. So that's 23 years since this has been out. All right. Which means in two years they're going to re-release it again, and I'm going to see it in the theater. Are they really? Um, what's that? Are they really? I would guess yeah. so. Yeah. That's when the Jurassic World sequel is coming out too. Yep. Oh, neat. So I see. I, I only see this movie on average three point six times a year. That's a that lot. Still not okay. That seems like <laughs> really? a lot. Yeah. Actually, no. I, uh, three times a year. Not a, 
Now that yeah. I've said that, I just, uh, you know, what, Scott, Scott Pilgrim's, what, five years old? Yeah. I've seen yeah. it over 20 times. Yeah, I'm definitely watching it over four times a month or four times a year. Yeah, yeah. but again, it's 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 still super new. Like, I if, if Sam would have said that at that ratio when it came out, when we were younger and had less things to do, I get that. But yeah. that just still seems like, and I bet you the, the it number. Has, it has slowed down. Yeah, I would bet that the number has, yeah. Years. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I, mean, it's probably I saw like, it 13 times within the first three months. Right, exactly. And so, so. Like, that I get. Um, it, well, and that's how it starts. Like when you, when it, when it's new, it's, it happens very often. <laughs> and then as it progresses, yeah, it slows know, down. It's, it's like birthdays and holidays and yeah. anniversaries. Yeah. That Wednesday, kind of stuff. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday nights when the kids are asleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes, Sam. I mean, you know, okay, it, you could probably push Jurassic Park to give you a little bit more, but you don't want to push it too much. It's a, it's classy. No. You know? Yeah, yeah. The tape is already. Uh, is rubbed raw, so you know. Let's just <laughs> make sure we we keep you, that fresh. I'm just curious. I, I haven't okay. we haven't we haven't let you get to your intro yet, but I'm curious, uh, Sam. How many mediums do you own this movie? Um, I have three uh, VHS versions. I've got the original, the Criterion, and then the widescreen version. Okay. What the hell is a Criterion? Criterion. It was a thing that came out like um, in the late '90s, early 2000s, where like it was right before DVDs kicked out. Yeah. And it was like all of these movies were like all of the ones that it wasn't Criterion's a it's not a brand. It was like I don't even know. how Sometimes to... they would add things to the movie. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah they did this uh, for a bunch of movies, like a bunch of the big blockbusters. I remember that because yeah. I think I have like the Criterion of a bunch of other yeah movies. I'm actually gonna look that oh, up while you talk. I, I get so, it. It's uh, it's like an Apple product. Hey, we'll sell you this thing. Bingo. Wait, yeah, what's that? Kinda... You need functionality? No, we'll sell this too. <laughs> no, I've got so I've got three VHSs. I haven't obviously used those in forever. Um, the original DVD, uh, Blu-ray, and then I just got the new one, the three-pack that came with the the unfortunate third sequel or the. Uh, <laughs> Part three, yeah, and two, so and the digital, of course. Oh sure. So, but yeah, I've got a, I've got a few of yeah, those. Yeah, the cri- Sorry, I'm going back just one second. The Criterion Collection is like it's a thing. Like it's an actual. It's actually referred to as the Criterion Collection, and they've done all kinds of movies, like the three, like the original Three Ten to Yuma, um, and you can actually select. Let's see, search by director. My gosh. Um, like Wes Anderson and, um, uh, you know, all this other stuff. Let's so, so, so Jurassic <laughs> Park, um, no results filming. What? Okay. Weird. Anyway, my, my point is it was a thing. Sorry. So you have it on, you have the three, the three, the VHSs, you have it on the DVD. Yes. You have it on laser disc. No, I don't have the laser. I've never had a laser disc player, mm. so we. Well, never. Uh, What's that? I call bull. <laughs> no, we did. Now, well, here's the funny thing. I did. Yeah. My dad said, "Okay, Sean, laser disc. These things are coming. These things are going to be awesome." So we joined one of those movie clubs, and Dad bought like ten laser discs. And then <laughs> before he had saved up his pennies to buy the laser disc player, DVD came out, and so he was like. <laughs> Forget that, I'm going to DVD. It's way better and cheaper. So we owned 10 Laserdiscs that we never watched. 
and, oh, and one of them was this movie. We owned <laughs> we owned this. We owned like the natural. Um, uh, I think maybe Star Wars: A New Hope. Like we owned some like pretty good movies on Laserdisc that we never got to watch. Never so. even saw. Yeah, that's sorry. weird though that you would get. That's like us buying. DVDs before we had DVD players. That's, it's that's it's exactly right. I mean, it's it's it, yeah. It, yeah yeah. It's um it's all of the all of the analogies work that you can think of. I mean, it's yeah. The um, only reason I bought Lethal Weapon Four as my first DVD is because I'd wasted all my money on the DVD player, and it was a cheap movie at the time. Right. Because <laughs> back then, man, DVD players were expensive. Yes. Like the cheap were ones were like two hundred and fifty dollars, and that doesn't. I mean. It might have been oh, more man, than that. That's right. Yeah, like yeah, it's crazy to think right now. I could almost I could go to a, a what what a um you can go to Walmart and buy pharmacy, a DVD. I can go to a pharmacy store and pick one up for like change in my car. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, um, and then steal one from a kid and know, still have enough money to go and buy Taco Bell. Yeah, you know. So well, I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you don't live like a mile from a Taco Bell. That's awesome. I, I'm impressed I'm not dead yet. I'm. By the way, not to sound super creepy, this is going to sound like something Sam has said, but Corny, I've driven by your house twice what? now. Um, That's fine. I've and, been in your house four times this week. Uh, <laughs> well, next time you need to clean up because my house is it's a mess. Um, so, sorry. Anyway. Uh, um, I had some good cake, man. I'm sorry. It was, it was delicious. It was, uh, hmm. Oh, wait, that wasn't your house? I was going to say, we, we, don't, we don't have any cake. <laughs> That um, you know about. <laughs> I wouldn't know if there was cake in my house. Hey, I'm just, I'm a fat guy just as much as any of you guys are. So anyway, Sam, please continue um, with your intro. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I was going to say, I've seen it. I've seen it in about every medium possible. Yeah. Uh, IMAX, regular theaters, dollar theaters. Did you do the 3D um, when they re-released 3D, that? 3D, 3D IMAX. Um, was that kind of yeah, lame? It, I mean, honestly, was it kind of not worth it? It was, it was okay. It's, it's the, what do you call it? The post- 3D. Yeah. Um, it was, eh. Okay. I mean, it, it was worth it in my mind, only because I'm kind of crazy about the movie. Yeah, and you get to see it on but, the big screen again, which would have been pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, just the music alone. When you're in a big theater, yeah. and when they they pump out that, oh yeah. my gosh, it I'm just sure gives you chills. Yeah. So anyway, you know, it's, this is this is going to be a weird movie to, to review because I am almost certain that every single person or the person who listens to us um, has seen this thing. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, there's very few people <laughs> in this world, <laughs> very few few people in this world that have not seen Jurassic Park, and they might be, you know, some of these younger kids. But even then, I mean, gosh, we don't want those as listeners, though. I mean, Stop it! Yes, we know, do. <laughs> is that a a um, you know, we always argue about when do you show your kids Star Wars? Mm, yeah. You know, is Jurassic Park? You know, when do I show my girls Jurassic Park? And uh, uh, Parker saw. Um... Star Wars, gosh, uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, my yeah. kids, I, I mean, they're six and three, and they've both seen at least Empire Strikes Empire. Back. Okay. Yeah. So Lucy's getting close to Star Wars age. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, this one's a little harder only because there's, you know, people getting eaten, arms falling off, and yeah. and stuff like that. But um, Even weird plasticky kind of looking arms, but still, to a, to a, to a well, four-year-old, it's probably still pretty gross. Oh yeah, and scary. Yeah, who's used to my, you know, My Little Pony? Right. Um, you know, are you, to a ten-year-old, I'm huge. Yeah. What's exactly. happened? Where's the goat, Daddy? Where's the goat? Uh, you know yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, so. Michael Jordan's retired. Oh, oh. there he is. Oh. 
No, GOAT. goat. Um, but anyway. You don't know what GOAT anyway. stands for, do you, Sam? What? You don't know what GOAT stands for, do you? Jake? GOAT. You don't know what GOAT stands for, do Wait, you? Wait, what the hell just happened? No, I don't. I guess I don't. Jeez. All right, well, let's recap real quick. You said uh, you uh, you made the joke. Where does the goat? Corny said Michael Rejor- Michael Jordan is retired. Goat stands for greatest of all time. Oh, okay. So if you ever hear like one of your kids say such and such is a goat, they're saying it's actually a compliment. Oh, because see, I thought or they're just calling him some type of a trash eating machine. Either way, yeah. <laughs> I call Jake a goat only because he is the goat. Yes, not, yeah, not, not that acronym. No, not Jake. No. Um, that was kind of no mean. offense, Jake, if you ever listen. I don't think he does, but I really don't think he ever will now. So anyway, um, the movie's going to be hard to review. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I think I... Ah, I don't even know where my brain is right now. <laughs> um, I think Love I talked about it in our top ten episode, you know, why this movie is so uh, dear to me. Mm-hmm. Um, during the summer of 93, I was sent up north. And we were in uh, that thing Des Moines. We'd like to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Des Moines, Iowa, and we went to see a matinee of this movie. And for somehow, some reason, we were about the only people in there. And um, it was one of the best cinematic experiences I've ever gone through. Um, this movie hits the nail on the head in terms of all my interests at that time: dinosaurs, science, um, kids getting electrocuted, electrocutions. You know, disembodiment. Yeah. You know, lots sure, of different I... things that was, you know, just at the top <laughs> of the heap. Shirtless Ian Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was your favorite part. Uh, <laughs> um, so it, it kind of stuck in my head, and 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 I just it was like a drug that I had to go keep keep hitting. Sure. Um, and I and I just really love, absolutely love this movie. I do admit it has faults, but I don't care. It's yeah, kind of like. Uh, Kind of like your Star Trek stuff where, you know, there's some mm-hmm. corny, weird stuff going on, but you, you just don't care. Yeah. And I have never been in those movies. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I would love you more I just if you love were. It. Spielberg is a master of building these these thrillers, you know, mm-hmm. from Jaws to this, um, even Saving Private Ryan with with even though it has some pacing issues, you know, you, you have to admit it's about as intense as you can get. Yeah. Um, for a movie and and the relatable characters in this movie other than Ian Malcolm you know these folks are pretty regular folk yeah um i uh i just enjoy it now does it hold up that's a big question we we probably need to answer tonight i believe the t-rex scenes absolutely hold up um except maybe for the last one where it does look a little superimposed in the room um not to mention being able to portal itself uh, into the uh, into the atrium. So here's a but, funny thing. I actually want to talk, I want to say this real quick, okay? Because I have given you shit for years about that dumb scene, right? Because I'm like, how in the hell? My issue was not that it got in there quietly, which is still an issue, but how did it get in there in the first place? At all? At all? Yeah. And yeah. now right. the advantage clearly of, he came down the same way the, the, the humans did. Well, actually, what happened clearly. was it was through funny. the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on that on that drop ceiling that apparently people can walk on again. Uh, they have oh, the, they bought yeah. that That's same another... stuff that they got from sneakers. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, and every other movie ever. But um, no, in in the I, we have the benefit. At least I have the benefit of I watched this again on my really pretty LG, um, you know, high def 1080 whatever. Yeah. And I was watching it, you know, very 
high def, whatever. So as a result, I get full widescreen. And there's a scene Ow. where when they, there's a kind of a wide shot of the of the room where it shows the the group right there before the the, the T Rex X Machina comes in. Yeah. And it shows a wide shot with the raptor on the left and the raptor on the right. And over their right or left shoulders in the background, there is an opening where they have not finished the wall. And there's a Plastic. glass yeah. door. They're completely open. And you see it actually flapping in the breeze. And it's about a two-story tall window. About. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's how the stupid thing gets in there. But so, wait, though. It comes from the different direction, though. Uh, it comes from what would have been the front doors. It, yeah, but... But in the screen, it comes from. Okay, I can't believe I'm defending this. But it comes from right. <laughs> it comes from right to left, in which, in that moment, would have been from the correct direction. But it, yeah, you know, like the. the well, you, here's you, here's you, you've probably here's why read. The, I can't. I can't defend the scene much anymore, uh, merely because in Jurassic World, which is considered canon, yeah, when the two boys get there, there is no way that the, there's there's nothing there where the T-Rex would have come through Well, in terms of holes. Well, you, do you want to talk about holes? They they got into a <clears> Jeep <throat> that had been parked there for 20 years and started up with a new battery. That's, not, that's why you got to buy a Jeep. I mean, that was no a great joke. Duralast commercial. My God, or a Jeep commercial. Oh, sure. I'm, yeah, the fuel lines are great and all the belts are good after 20 years of, of jungle. Yeah. Jeeps are awesome. Um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, but Sam, you've probably read, you've probably seen all of the behind the scenes and watched the documentaries and whatever. So you know what the original ending was, right? Oh yeah. So um, for Alan the, Grant was supposed to sacrifice himself. Uh, oh, damn! I would love that. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't read that right. one. Oh, okay. What did, which one did you read? The one that I read was the original ending was right as the Raptors are about to pounce. The floating T Rex bone that oh, they crashed. Yeah, the, the skull would come down. The, the skull would kill. come down and kill one, and another one get pierced by a bone. And yeah. that was the original script. And the crew were like, that's actually kind of dumb. Yeah. So the it was actually. Now, Spielberg, you know, of course, takes credit for coming up with the idea of T Rex ex machina. But, um, I, in, in so in fairness to that particular scene, the ending makes it great because you, you, you turned the T-Rex into the hero. Yep. So, uh, you know, yep. Hey, whatever it, it, it able. Yeah. So it can use the force and, and kind of get into the building. I'm, I'm, <laughs> whatever. So, uh, could we consider, uh, the T-Rex our first anti-hero? Hey, I wouldn't say first, um, maybe first animal anti-hero. Okay. <laughs> Have there been yeah. many more? I don't know. <laughs> That's what we should have done our top three on. Animal, no. Animal anti-heroes? Animal anti-heroes. See, Rocket (laughs) Raccoon. Um, (laughs) I'm sure a Kardashian counts. Caesar from uh, Planet of the Apes? The Rise of the Planet of the Apes, maybe? Yeah, okay. He's an animal. Yeah. I don't know if he's really Did Jaws eat anybody bad? No. I don't think so. I never saw any of the sequels. I'm sure somebody littered. So that counts. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody littered. Um, I don't know. Yeah. The only so. other animal that I can think of would be in Jurassic World when the raptors turn on the humans for a few minutes and then they're like, hey, sorry, bro. We got you. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. At least they didn't talk to him. Yeah, you know, you didn't use hey, a bro. skull to, to blow like a, uh, yeah, like a, conch a shell. whistle, you yeah. know, a conch shell. And then he looks at him and goes, hey, Alan. And then he wakes up. <laughs> 
God, that third one was it's so, so bad. bad. It's so bad. Oh, it's but so bad. it's so funny because like oh. you, you look at that one and go, well, now I get why Crystal Skull happened. You yeah. know, like sometimes Spielberg needs to say no. Um, <laughs> anyway, were you? Or I wonder if it's just maybe it's a dare amongst friends. Hey, I bet you won't make a movie like this. Psh, whatever, I'll do it. Oh yeah, still go watch. Shoot, yeah, we can make a movie about aliens. Oh no, no, aliens. We've done aliens too much. Oh, because we just did World of Worlds. Oh, interdimensional beings. That's better. Yeah, we'll do that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, John Hurt. Um, were yeah. you done with your intro, Sam? I don't know. I love this movie. So, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. You know, although we kind of turned the tables there, Sean, for some reason or another. Yeah, um, well, that's okay. I'll probably be defending quite a bit, but uh, there is some stuff that I just can't. So we'll see. And that happens. So, um, to, to uh, again, as I always answer my own question, um, I saw this in the theater uh, when it came out in 93. I was 11 at the time. Um, I remember being actually really scared in the theater. Yes. Um, the scene that got me, where I actually closed my eyes and buried them into my... Um, into my hands was um, the scene in the kitchen when the Absolutely. raptor. For some reason, I didn't get the bit, the fact that it was the reflection. Oh. <laughs> I missed that somehow. So when the raptor dove at her, I thought he was going to get her. And yeah. so it scared me. And then all of a sudden, I look up and she's running away and the raptor's on his back. And I was like, I, asked, I had to ask my parents, like, what happened? And they're like, it was a reflection, and it, and I had to go back and watch it. So I think I saw this in the theater like four times. Um, oh, wow. I think twice with my parents, and then I went one time with I think Stephen, and then another kid I went with another friend. Um, oh. And that the technically four and a half times um, because the T Rex scene was too scary for another kid that I went, and we actually left. Um, but he was like I think he was nine when we went and saw it. So. It, it freaked him out. Like, we left the theater after the T-Rex scene. Like, once they were out of the car wow. and they were just in the branches with the Brachiosaurus, he leaned up. He was like, Dad, I, I, we need to go. So we left. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I really like this movie a lot. I mean, it's, it's so fun and great. This movie's got joy and some humor and some jump scares and some scary stuff. And the I personally think the animatronics behind this movie – Outweigh oh, really the CGI. Good. Oh yeah, absolutely. They they like, have a perfect mix. Yeah, and in fairness to, I mean, the, what they did with CGI was great. And because um, he originally was going to use stop motion, and then they were like, no, no, ILM was like, no, no, hold on, watch what we can do here. And so then they he did, and he was like, oh, that's amazing. And then the stop motion guys were like, oh, I want something to do. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, why don't you come into the studio? You stop motion the T Rex, and then we'll animate it. So that's kind of how they worked together. Yep. So that other he guy. He also could, mentioned at some point that his job was going extinct. Extinct, which is where that line comes from in the yep. movie. Um, so, um, but there's actually an, an, an all told CGI moments. I think there's only like eight minutes of screen time where it's CGI. Everything yep. else is 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 an. Interval. There's only 15 minutes of of dinosaurs. Of dinosaurs, yeah, uh, yeah. And here's the funny part about that, Sam. I when I read that. Because you don't really think about it in the movie, because it doesn't—it feels longer than what it is. Um, mm -hmm. But that's because Spielberg is so good at not showing you things. You know, <laughs> like the opening scene—we never see the raptor; we see an eye, right? Yeah. But there's like this tension and this really interesting thing happening on screen. Uh, but we don't—it's not like an actual robot dinosaur has got that poor dude by its waist, which I'm still confused how he was eating him while running around back and forth. But anyway. 
Um, it's a Raptor. They know how. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That, it's kind of like when I chug uh, milk on a on a treadmill. Oh, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> milk was a poor choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just see Sam with this gallon of milk. It's just pouring down his chest. And then you like get done and you wipe your mouth and you just throw the gallon in the jug, empty jug off of the corner. And then you, <laughs> and then you go puke. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so anyway, um, crap, I totally lost where I was going, but anyway. All I know is that the gardener of Jurassic Park, the guy in charge of, uh, of trimming, yeah. uh, is doing a really bad job in that opening scene. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you think about it. They're carrying this raptor, right, in the yeah. cage? Yeah. Where does it come from? Oh, the, the, oh, Out yeah. of the woods. Well, here's the, all right, so that, that's going to lead me to my first note, Sam, okay? Okay. And this yeah. is literally what I wrote, all right? I know I'm starting off nitpicking here, but um, <laughs> here we go, Sam. Um, you're right. That opening scene, which is great, but I'm forklift trained. I don't know if any one of you guys, any, any of y'all, uh, Sam, you've probably driven a forklift with your construction business. I use a lot of forks, yeah. Um, we all, right, Sam? I'm not, I'm not wrong yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. you and I both know that when you're carrying a load, you keep it low to the ground because... Yes. Because, you know, if, if your load up in the air, it starts to get wiggly and it falls, like it's better to fall from a foot down than 16 feet down. So Absolutely. not only are you driving this thing at, at, at like eight, nine, ten feet in the air, you're driving it with a moving living animal inside of it while driving through trees. But it makes for a cool scene because they're all kind of scared because the bushes are shaking as this thing comes through. So. Not to mention the most dangerous animal you've ever seen or, or <laughs> kept, Just, you know? And he, so here's, so maybe another question I have, Sam. And so okay. I think we have to make an assumption that this is the first Raptor they're putting into the cage. Can we make that assumption? I don't know if you can make the assumption because all we know, all you really know is that, I'm, I'm going to make the there. assumption because okay. if you have done this before, you know that when gatekeeper Bob lifts up the thing, uh, it's going to yeah. run in there. Like, why wouldn't you leave the forks underneath the cage to keep it from rolling back? Or having some sort of lock-in mechanism yeah, to like, lock to the door. Right. Oh, no, I'm, I'm there with you. <laughs> um, there's some pretty bad engineering. Yeah. Uh, he spared no expense, but... Uh, Apparently, the engineer was asleep on the job that day. Uh, more times than F-bombs were said in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> no. Respect no expense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was like one F. What was the that ratio? Like six F-bombs every minute or something? Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, Sam, like, that's the stuff that, like, was, like, annoying me just a little bit. And that's only because I'm, you know, 34-year-old dude watching this movie for the... 30th time or whatever right it was done for a look it was it was and i and i understand why so it didn't like pull me out of the movie again mm -hmm. i know there's, this is a movie with dinosaurs but i am okay with that right you know like i'm okay yeah. with that kind of uh, that idea there's just some of the things that there was some decisions didn't make sense even even back then i guess so but again i understand it, it, it opened made a, full, a cool opening scene and 
Uh, and it forces the plot along, right? We have the death, yeah. which is forces the lawyers, and we have to get these other people on the on the island. So I get why they do it. But not to mention, you need a scene like this to open a movie like this. Oh yeah, to give the audience a jolt. Yeah. So that the next part of narrative, which isn't as exciting, yeah, uh, yeah, you don't gets... want, yeah, you don't want to be bored for the first because then you, you don't your next real exciting moment is when they see the the dinosaur. For the first, the first, the Brachiosaurus for the first time, yeah. um, um, and that's the thing movie makers do all the time. So I'm, I forgive it when like a huge object is clearly in front of you, but we we don't need them. We don't want them to see. They don't want the actor to see it until the right time, like when the music cues you. You know, yeah, because um, they would have seen that long ago. But whatever. Um, also, so do you have to drive through the park? To get to the boat dock? That seems like poor planning. Well, it's very mountainous. Yeah. I mean, that, that's my only excuse there. I guess, you know, just to get places, you have to go kind of crazy roads to get out. It just but. seemed like, because in Jurassic World, I guess they, they figured that problem out. Like, you put all of the entrance near the boat. Because, yeah. Because otherwise, you're having to jeep people into the park, you know, a handful of people at a time through the park. It seems and, extremely and inefficient. Too, in the book, you know, Hammond was completely different in terms of he was wanting money. He was oh, yeah. going to make millions. Yeah. And it was going to be a select few who could come to the park yeah. because they could afford it. All right. I, I, need to, I need to go ahead and throw this out here now. Please. So um, I've, I've noticed some things, and I don't <laughs> know if you guys are aware of this, but um, there's a particular uh, group of people who uh, like to um, – what's the best way to say this? Uh, F with things that are like five times their size and we'll eat them. <laughs> and this group of people, they, they do this as fun and sport. And uh, the same group of people uh, like to jump out of perfectly good airplanes um, and, and, and strap a bed sheet to their back because, you know, why not? I, I just, this is one of those things where I see this happening again. Uh, these Go are, ahead and say it, Courtney. It's okay. Yes. Who are you calling new people? I, I, I'm not naming names. I'm yeah, just it's okay. You can say it. White people yeah. are crazy. No, no, no. White people have no fear. If your lives are so good that poking a line with a stick because, oh, it's just a cat. I mean, come on. I, you, have to, you have to think to yourself, is my life so boring that I have no challenges? Like, for me, going to the store could be death. But people will jump off of mountains in, in giant wingsuits and like, oh, this is fun. I don't I, understand. I, I love, like, the, the you're, you're basically pulling a bit from uh, Chris Rock says in The Longest Yard. He's like, heck, I can get you guys Prozac. I don't know why you people are so depressed. Smile. You're white. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and the one <laughs> black guy in the movie does get eaten, so. Um, which we'll we'll just, is we'll just heroically eaten. Which is stinks well, because think, they, uh, they, they, he, they, he, he had the scene where he was actually, they had written in the scene where he was supposed to get eaten, but he, um, but there was a, a, the hurricane came through, an actual hurricane, and it, he was stuck on the mainland and they couldn't fly him out to do a scene, so that's why we just got arm. Huh. So, I, say, I, I uh, did not know that. That's a, dude, Sam, you could time. spend an hour in the trivia. That's what my note yeah. was yesterday about the trivia, was that. When you have a movie this successful and this influential, 
everyone wants to throw some garbage trivia in there. So after, uh, okay. I mean, I spent, and I mean literally, an hour last night coming through the, the trivia because there's, there's probably th- 200, 150 to 200 bits of trivia, and 65% of it is complete bullshit. I mean, it oh, is. <laughs> it's just, it's stuff that does, it, it can't be real. You know, I cut you off, Corny. You were saying something about how crazy white people are or something. No, no, no. no. I wasn't was saying it. I mean, I was implying it. <laughs> oh. Let's, let's get that straight. I was, okay. I was implying the hell out of it. I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, anyway, so I, I was going to actually go uh, get to the point of, you see, we couldn't have a Samuel L. Jackson in this movie for very long because at some point in time. He's going to drop an F-bomb? He's going to be like, what the fuck y'all doing? All right. Do I need to bleep that? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I self-muted myself. I don't oh, let's, hope, uh, let's hope so. You mark the time. Whatever. Um, so. Uh, you're, no, you're, no, you're, you're um, I'm with you, Corny. You're right. But, um, like, I don't know. Just I'm going back over the trivia, and I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and going back and trying to read some of the really dumb things. Um. Like, although sickly in the film, a Triceratops could, in reality, battle a T-Rex. What? Yeah. Why is that trivia in this movie? That should be in a book. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, <laughs> Scott the Paleontologist from Dinosaur Train should tell me that. Not, not in this thing, you know? But oh, I, by Dr. the way. Scott. Dr. Scott the paleontologist. the paleontologist. You're right. I'm sorry. I got to give him his due. He went to uh, medical school. For, for Dinosaur Train. For Dinosaur uh, So I like, yeah. I like to point this out uh, for Dinosaur Train. Uh, eventually, that Tyrannosaurus Rex has a bad day, and that train <laughs> also has a bad day. Has a bad day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those those uh, Pteranodons are going to wake up with uh, Buddy nibbling on their legs one of these days. <laughs> oh, it tastes like chicken. I'm just, I'm just so hungry, I can't help myself. Sorry. Screw the fish. I'm eating you. Yeah, yeah. Or carrion. Isn't that what they always eat? Carrion because it's just like gray meat. Oh know? yeah. Yeah, and no one knows yeah. what carrying is. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's beside the point. Um, so there's a funny thing, Sam, that happens in this movie every time I watch this movie. And I mean every time. Now, it's probably been five years since I've actually watched it, maybe longer, and actually just sat down and watched it. But, uh, and occasionally it'll be on, like, TBS shows the third one a lot for some reason. I don't know uh. why. Maybe because they think it's funny. Um but they'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they do that. They'll show the third one a lot. Or, uh, but every now and then, like, AMC will do, like, a, the all three marathon kind of a thing. Especially. Yeah, they've been doing that lately, too. Well, they, they did a lot last year in preparation, obviously, for the new movie. Um, so, anyway, every time I see the scene where um, Newman is out there and. Dennis Nedry. Yeah, Dennis, yeah. And he's out there and he's like, Dodson, we got Dodson here. And he's eating. <laughs> Every time I see this scene, I instantly want Mexican food. Every time. Like, so we watched this last night, my wife and I. Uh, no, sorry, Monday night. So he pablobbed you, is what you're saying. He, seriously. Like, so we're, we're sitting here at the house. It's like 11 o'clock at night, and I get to that scene, and I pause the movie, and I look over at Sarah, and I go, I want tacos. And she says, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock at night, and we've already had dinner. And I said... I want tacos. And she looks at me and she goes, well, you have your leftover taco from dinner last night. And I went downstairs and heated up my taco and ate it. And it was delicious. So, um, <laughs> like, we, and we had tacos tonight for dinner, uh, oddly enough. But, 
Like if we had to Cordy watch. Did, hold on a second, Sean. Cordy, did his did his audio go out there for a second? I think it did. And oh. that, that was a perfect timing if that actually recorded. Oh, I don't. Just, just so you know, Sean. I don't think so. What did it, what, what did it sound like to you? I I told well, I I made a brief mention that uh, you screamed to, to Sarah that get in the kitchen make me a taco, and then he said then I had tacos and I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh no, I didn't even hear you say that. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, Sarah's gonna hear this. I don't think she did because you know, I didn't because you know, I didn't the crazy hear it. Thing is, I actually sat in a chair at a table where Dennis Nedry sat. Yeah, yeah, in, in, in Kauai. Hawaii. Kauai, oh. to be exact. Well, it's the state um, of Hawaii. You uh, you can you can tour a lot of the sites they used, and uh, that was one of the ones where I was able to uh, experience the movie. Um, not. I've also been to the where the gates were. Um, on a not nearly as cool note, um, when I was in Hawaii in '95, we saw the um, the atoll, the floating city where they filmed Waterworld. Oh, they had, that's one of your favorites. Huh? That's one of your favorites, isn't it? Uh, favorite's it a strong dirty. word, but um, it's <laughs> one of my weird guilty pleasures. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the dirt the dirt place. Yeah, it's the it's the atoll, it's the metal building, the metal place. They actually built it, right? And then they um and they 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 would tow it just out to sea so that you could do 360 without actually seeing the, you know, island or whatever. And then when they were done filming it, they sold it to some Japanese people, maybe the Japan for all I know, and they somehow towed that thing across the ocean and then sank it to help with their reef out there. So, oh my gosh. Anyway. I want that job so bad. To tow cities across the ocean? No, no, to sink things. To... Oh, sure. <laughs> all right, right, let's see here. Oh, I got an old boat. Um, Give let's me the it. big stuff. Time to, time to make a reef. Will it float? No, it doesn't. Um... <laughs> My next note was, quote, where should we build the helipad? Near the prettiest waterfall on the island? Sure. <laughs> Just, anyway. Um, like, there was no I've been reason, to that waterfall, too. Well, and I'm sure it's a beautiful place. And it was a beautiful place for them to have the backdrop as the helicopter was descending. But there was, again, no reason to do it other than it was pretty. Yeah. You know? Um, like, here's some more trivia. I'm not going to go into too much of the trivia, but there's so much of it. Supposedly, Sam, and, and you can either say, although that's true, or I call bullshit on that. The, okay. the scene in the helicopter when Grant picks up the two female ends of the seatbelt and can't mm-hmm. buckle himself, so he just ties it. That's supposed to foreshadow that the female dinosaurs on the island find a way to survive and breed. I don't think Spielberg went that I don't think so either. He's, he's not a Kubrick. No, I mean uh, he's a, he's a master, but he is not quite that level. Detailed. I think it was a funny moment. It was a funny moment. Yeah. Oh, I I honestly thought that's what it was for, forever. What? Signifying the female that uh, eventually it'll evolve and then be able to. Yeah. I mean, I really don't buckle. I will <laughs> yeah. tell you, Sean. Yeah. There is um, in the old trailers for Jurassic Park. There is a scene in the trailer that never made it to the movie, and it still drives me crazy to where this she, day. Where she grabs the leaf off the tree? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that. It's a neat little neat... It's just a scene where she just grabs a leaf, and she's like, oh, look at this leaf. It's pretty. And then she says later well, on, and whatever. But... Yeah, and it makes sense when she's in the Jeep saying, you know, this shouldn't mm-hmm. be here. Right. Which yeah. I'm confused. Like, are you telling me that they found... 
like a caterpillar that had eaten that leaf from you yeah, know. Yeah, see, and I think that's maybe why they took it out. You know, um, is because you know, they were like, uh, how do we explain? Mosquitoes don't have that DNA. Yeah, why would they be eating leaves? So, yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, there you go. Uh, uh, well, but that uh, was on the way out to the big boys to to see the uh, yeah. fields of dinosaurs. So okay, my next question for you. Basically, I'm just going to address my questions to you because I just assume, like like when we do with comic book movies, I just kind of address yeah. my questions to, uh, <laughs> to Corny um, because he usually knows the answer. Um, oh, and we do the same with Andrew for his uh, porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I didn't either. <laughs> well, that was the best possible answer. Um, uh, so the bit when they get in the they get in the the room right and then Mr. DNA well before Mr. DNA he he's talking to John are we are we supposed to believe that John Hammond is going to go in and do that bit back and forth with himself for every person that comes to Jurassic Park (laughs) I wondered that. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're going to be yeah. there all day, sir, and you're old and you're rich. Like you need to be in some fancy schmancy, you know, hotel. Maybe or... there's an animatronic coming later on down the road. <laughs> you mean uh, auto erotica? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, when he said that, I was like, I, I, I guess I never, or, or I was too young to know what it was. When yeah. He said it. <laughs> yes. But this, for some reason, this time I watched it. It's he kind of, that, and I was like, seriously. It's kind of a face palm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's again, it's a, it's a. It's, I think it's just a bad joke yeah, because no one acknowledges well. the joke. Like he's just like, no, 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 no. There are no animatronics here at Jurassic Park. Like, wait a minute. He just said auto erotica, and you're gonna let that go. Even Ian Malcolm should have turned around and be like, what the hell are you talking about? Actually, I'm pretty sure Ian Malcolm like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. please. I mean, starts unbuttoning his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what he was talking about. Um, Objects in mirror are closer than these. Hell yeah. So then my next note was, why does Mr. DNA sound like L from Star Crash? <laughs> <laughs> if he would have said, if he would have said, you can't keep can't a good keep DNA a good down. Yeah, <laughs> can't it. keep a good gene down. I mean, I would have lost it. I mean, I, it's obviously not the same act, voice actor, but... Um, I just thought it was really interesting that they went with Southern Dude for Mr. DNA. He's relatable. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. Like um, Bill from Capitol Hill, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that, Sam, your point you mentioned earlier that, you know, in the uh, book, you know, John Hammond is this money-grubbing kind of asshole who yeah. dies at the end. Spoiler. Um, but Pretty in, good death, though. Yeah. In um, terms of... The ways to yeah. go, yeah. Um, to go. It's, it's pretty gross and kind of awful, actually. But uh, in the movie, they changed it, I think, simply because um, you would have too many bad humans. Bad guys. You yeah. Know? And, and plus, he's relatable, right? He's, yep. he's, he's your granddad. He's your granddad yep. who just... And he's a billionaire granddad who just wants to do right by the world. You know, I just want to show people... This awesome thing, whatever. So things that they'll never see anywhere else. Right, exactly. Some good with that. Um, um, why couldn't they just have a dead cow that they could just throw in 
for the Raptors to eat? Why did it have to be alive? Like, I feel like they're going to spend a lot of money repairing those harnesses. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's a real big waste. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe they're just still new to it. You yeah. know, they're, they're trying to come up with ways. They're, since these are brand new types of animals, maybe they are, uh, they're, they're kind of learning as they go. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Clever meal. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I think like they would eat the cow whether it was alive or not. It's not like you're hunting the cow. Um, it's kind of inhumane to the cow. Oh my god! No, I mean, that like, poor cow was just—it was having a hard a, time. Down yeah, there. it was ripped apart alive. Remember, we've already established they were—you were alive when they start to eat you. I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if the cow, know. like as it's going into the cage, like pulls up a sign that says "Eat more chicken." <laughs> that would have been great oh. if uh, Chick Fil A had had been around back then to have that campaign. And like they show the scene as it's going in, and just as a sign says, "Eat more chicken." Um, I bet uh, I bet Peta had a field day when they saw a cow lifted up with a with a crane. <laughs> joke. Well, yeah. that was a that was kind of no another, animals were harmed. Yeah, that was another joke I made, or maybe not a joke, but well, I guess it's a joke. Because um, because I, I made a joke about the goat, the actual goat, not the other goat we mentioned earlier. Damn it! And, and I said <laughs> that is it just in a box in the ground? Like, who feeds that goat? Um, and is it always just there to entice the Rex, right? So that's a poor existence for a goat, right? I mean, we get mad at our chickens or we get mad when chickens are like confined to coops. This thing can't even leave, you know what I'm saying? Like it can only stand yeah. or sit. So I said, no wonder he built this on a different country's, um, uh, you know, <laughs> island land, land so that he wouldn't, ha- yeah. yeah, so he wouldn't have to deal with PETA. Um, pretty sure PETA would still have something to do with it. Well, they would be like on a boat, like you know, boycotting from the you know from the coast if they find out somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I assume that there's a an infrastructure beneath all that. Yeah, like like Disney that's the World. only thing that makes sense to me. Kind of like Disney has mm-hmm. the underground tunnels. Yeah, they would have the same thing under the roads and close to the cages like that. I would. Yeah. Get to the meat of the issue, if right. you will. I mean, they do go underground. To, to flip back on the electricity. Right. So I'm, I'm just guessing that that spider webs into all sorts of parts of the park. That would be kind of cool if that, if that, if maybe they could have either shown us or told us that, that just, just for no other reason than they're like, Ooh, that's kind of neat. But then, then my brain would have been like, my God, how much money did he spend on the, inf- on the infrastructure just to hold up all these tons of dinosaurs, you know? Yeah. Um, spared no expense. I mean, yeah. uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Interactive like CD-ROM made me laugh a little bit. Like, okay, I know, it's 93. <laughs> You're doing the best you can, but that's, you know. Um, and this is funny, too. And Sam, you probably noticed this on your 40-second viewing of the movie. But it wasn't until this time where I was like, holy crap, the kid is dressed like Grant. Yeah. Like, they're dressed alike. I mean, like, mm-hmm. he, he texts him ahead of time, like, hey, what are you wearing? Are you going to wear the, the bandana? <laughs> and then you're going to wear the shorts? And then the shirt, the other shirt, and then tucked in? Gotcha. So yep. he idolizes them. Well, yeah. Grant might be one of those people that wears the same outfit all the time. Yeah. Uh, like Steve Jobs or something. Right. And or the Peter kid. Griffin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Homer Simpson, but yeah. <laughs> and the kid, you know, he said that he read his books, so he might have. Yeah, he's like might have picked it up somehow. Yeah, I was like, told that Alan Grant was coming because. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I get it. I mean, I again, it didn't bother me. It was just funny. You know, it's like, 
wait, is Orlando wearing Han's clothes? He said the same thing, you know. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're wearing the same clothes. And you're right. I mean, he probably, he read his book, and maybe on the back cover, he's wearing his Indiana Jones get out, get, you know, get out, yeah. right? And he's like, well, I saw the Indiana Jones movies, and you look kind of like him. So you're just missing a gun and a whip, you know, so. Speaking uh, of uh, Indiana Jones, you know, he was really awful at his job, to be honest. Indiana Jones? Yeah. Oh, we, we want to go there for a minute? Oh, Lord. Well, <laughs> I mean, every place he went to, he ended up partially destroying in some way, shape, or form. Disturbing, yeah. stealing, you know. He didn't pr- really preserve anything. Uh, well, you're right. It was funny, though, that um, that topic came up uh, in a conversation that I was having with uh, a good friend of, uh, of the show. I don't, actually, I don't know if he listens, but he's a friend of ours, Chris Barton about how Indiana Jones affects no part of the movie. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> and so we were having this conversation. And then seriously, like six weeks later, the Big Bang Theory episode comes out where they, they talk about that, where he doesn't affect the show. And it like ruins the movie for every, like all of the nerds. They're so pissed <laughs> off. It's really funny. So that's why that's not my favorite one. But maybe that'll come up later. Um interesting yes uh, fascinating uh, did you guys notice the um the radar tracking software they had for the weather is better than what we have now oh yeah <laughs> like, absolutely I, I only it's wish 3D. we could i mean yeah like hey where's the map well, we can <laughs> zoom over and then the camera pans up and looks at the storm and like that was impressive man i want that stuff can i get that on my iphone i mean <laughs> according to my According to theweatherchannel.com app or whatever, Sunday we did an event outside of the university, and there was, according to the app, there was zero clouds around while it was actively raining on us. Like the radar was empty <laughs> while it was raining on us. I was wow. I was a little pissed. Yeah. So yet they've got impressive radar technology. Yet um, on the telephone call from the boat to the the main control room, you could see the uh, the video line moving um, on it. Yeah. The what? The video line? I noticed that too. Yep. What do you mean? Sorry. When when they're calling, um, I want to say it's Dennis yeah. on the boat, uh, like the last call where the guy's standing outside in the rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, you can see, so they have to press play for the video to start, and you can see the little, the little, uh, oh, yeah, what would like you call a, that? Yeah. The like handle a, going across the screen. Like it's a quick mm-hmm. time file just playing a file. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, I did notice that, but my brain didn't acknowledge it that it was an issue until you said that just now, which is kind of funny. Um, Dennis is a trope, by the way. Like, not only is he a bad guy trope, um, but he's like nerd trope, like bad oh, he, fat guy trope. Well, he can't just be a computer hacker, right? He also has to be a slob who has like six computer monitors, and on one of them he has to be playing a game, and another one I think they actually he was actually watching Jaws. I think that's yep. real. So, because didn't we see that that stupid trope in the movie The Core when DJ Qualls is like con- stopping the internet from learning that the planet is dying <laughs> while also playing Pong or something? Like, yeah, I don't know why that's. I don't know why we think that's a trope, but whatever. Um, oh, had a, a quick thing. Actually, I wanted to say that the quote unquote uh, bit of hacking that was going on mm-hmm. kind of looked authentic, like a. It didn't look uh, spacey. It, it looked, um, sorry, what's the term for? Um, sorry, it was just realistic, I think. 
and I say that in terms of believable, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to you know spears of letters or whatever. Yeah. Um, Noises. Yeah, and I mean, we, even we, though we did get that later, though, you know, like <laughs> as the as the park is flashing that the fences are going down, each park, like section of the park, had its own noise. Beep 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 boop 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 beep 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 bop bop bop. Like, yeah. who programmed that? Um, Dennis. Oh, okay. No, you're Kenny right, Corny. G. That was the and and that's one of my biggest issues with this movie is that, um, the the computer treatment is real bad. Except for that one moment when he's like using a command prompt screen, you know, like that part I'm good with, like that. Oh, good job, you know, and you know, but he has to type in the word please to prevent all the shit from going down, right? Yeah, that part I'm okay with. It's the we're gonna turn the power off and then back on, and the computer says system ready. Wait a minute. So then, what do you need to flip breakers on if the computers are on? And the computer wouldn't just come back on. We all know that. So, anyway, whatever. Um, that, that part, it kind of annoyed me a lot, actually. Fair enough. Um, uh, what? Oh, um, uh, what? Oh, okay. so, uh, again, Sam, for, to you. Yes. So, uh, he says, you know, you know how much I, you know, <coughs> I do here, and you don't pay me enough, and wah, wah, wah. And then he says, I'm sorry, Dennis, I don't, you know, for your financial problems. And then he says, thanks, Dad. Now, I forever until this viewing thought that that was his dad. And then I thought this time, is he just doing that thing where he's like, thanks, Dad. You know, like when an older man tells you to not do a thing or whatever. Is that that what's happening there? Okay. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. He's just being an a-hole. Yeah, I, I got it this time, but when I was He's a being kid, human. when I was a kid, I just assumed it was his dad, you know, because I don't, you don't get sarcasm when you're 11. Um, uh, that's sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Chad, God rest his soul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's another thing for you, Sam. Okay. I understand why he needed to kill the security in the building to get the. The thingies, right? And by the way, they spelled Stegosaurus yeah. wrong. But anyway, um, on the cryo tube, mm. they spelled Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Wrong. Oh, <laughs> it's very delicious. Um, Jacob, you had one job, right? Well, I, oh, that was the best part of the beginning. Of the, like the credits the, the, when they first started rolling, it said Dinosaur Wrangler. Like you had one job and you failed in the credits. Um, no, <laughs> but I, I was always confused as why did he have to kill all of the fences around the park? Because it, cause we saw earlier in the movie when they were driving through in the Jeeps, you know, you know they, there's, there's two dudes there, right? And they open one yeah. and then they come through and they close it and they open the other. But he's got his hands all over that fence when the lights are red, like when lights are in danger mode. So I always kind of figured that the, like the gate would, there would be some kind of control. But I can't remember if this comes from the movie or from the book. But I remember that it, he did not mean for every fence to go down, just the gates he was going through. Right. But somehow the system shut everything down. Okay. All right. That was like a program error that, that happened. But it, it's explained somewhere, and I cannot – it has to yeah, be in the book, I Yeah, it's got to be in the book because in the movie it just seemed strange. Like they did make the mention like at least, at least he, didn't, he knew not to turn off the raptor fences. Yeah. Um. So good, for, good for him for not wanting to have those things. 
Though it was super convenient that the Raptors were like, hey, the fencers are down. Let's go. Um, <laughs> you know, Wouldn't but, you? Wouldn't I? I guess. I don't know. I'm I mean, tired or cow. Let's get out of here. Yeah, right. Let's go find something tastier than... Uh, let's go chase these humans. I'm sure they're yummy. You mean, but there's all these other animals out here that are slower. Yeah, but these look tastier. They're more fun. They're like cats. They like the stuff that moves. Faster. Yeah, I guess. Um, then they play with it. Uh, they, and leave then, little, they leave little hands, you know, kind of on the doorstep. Yeah. So when you when you walk up to the door, <laughs> the, the arm kind of falls down on you. Yeah, oh, sweet. Thanks for the little present there, Junior. Um, uh <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, when that raptor then like climbs through, when she's scared and they like climb through that wiring, that would have severed everything that she had just done because that's like conduit of cables. Um, <laughs> but whatever, the, that's fine. Um, I can't tell you how much that scene when it, the first time I saw the movie. Oh, I must have I must have been standing up at that point. Yeah, no I was joke. Just scared out of my britches. Yeah, literally, he was like they're on the britches. Floor. You say? Uh, yeah. He was. Well, we wore britches back then. <laughs> yes, you know what? <laughs> Bridges, you know, we had the overalls with with buttons because belts weren't invented yet. So. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, turn into this kid, Andrew or uh, Sam. Um, yeah. Earth. <laughs> uh, there's of course the most egregious error of all, right, Sam? Is yeah. that the T Rex comes over that little retaining wall and then he's got levitation, and then, and then they go over <laughs> and it's like ninety foot drop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love how I, I think I've shared that the video link with you guys. How this guy was trying to explain how the whole movie was about um, be, becoming a father, right? Mm. And and they get to that scene, and he's like, "Well, this Spielberg really meant this just to throw everybody off balance. That that it just this crazy world that that just doesn't make any sense." And I'm like, "No, he <laughs> just. I'm sure in the storyboards, all of a sudden they decided, ooh, what if we throw the car off the cliff?" Yeah. And and then we have a tree scene, and you know they're they're hanging from a a, a wire. But, but but didn't the T Rex just come from there? No yeah. one will notice. Yeah. It'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> no one will notice. Just like we can go from the Smithsonian Institute and then walk out, and we're in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, yeah. no one will notice. That's what. Yeah, he said. but no, I I am right there with you. It's a yeah. big continuity error. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take me out of the movie. No, it's still um, a cool scene. But, yeah. Um, you know what takes me out of the movie? What's that? What's that? The slip down the waterfall with the whoop Thank sound you, effect. Andrew. Okay, we're going there. All right? Okay, are you ready for this? Because I this has bothered me for years, and I cannot wait. So here is the whole little bit. Try it today. All right, so <laughs> I took a little bit of a audio um, uh, editing uh, licensing here, and I kind of tried to, as best as I could, kind of isolate that noise. So here we go. You hear I that that little. I just. <laughs> No, <laughs> I, that that is unforgivable, Sam. Like, did you really just go is. three Stooges on us in your movie where he's about to get eaten by a dinosaur? Well, I mean, it is a comedic moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's a cartoon. Did we just go there, Tom and Jerry? Thank you, Andrew, for pulling that up. My gosh. 
Um, <laughs> That's probably my biggest complaint about oh, yeah. this whole movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because it's it's yeah, it's not supposed to be serious there, but at the same time, that's a little uh, no, that's a lot over the top. Yeah, <laughs> and. And my and Sarah tried to defend it. She said, "Well, maybe it's like the like the noise of his jacket, or like." And I said, "No, sound <laughs> editor Bob should have been like, this. This sounds dumb, right? We need to not put this in here." It just <laughs> at some point, someone should have said something. You know, I mean, if he would have like when landed on his butt, and they would have had like a timpani go boom, you know, like that's what happens basically. Or wah, bah, 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 right, bah. yeah, yeah, exactly. As he's getting eaten in the jeep, which how convenient of that dinosaur to know that oh he's gonna go into this box, so I should go in there first, so he'll go in there and I can eat him. Well, do you want to eat your meal in the rain? I mean, if I'm a dinosaur, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so maybe yeah, I like maybe I like before? it moist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you're gross. Speechless. Uh, I did write that um, I know we need to invent danger, but wouldn't it have been just safer to just climb to the other side of the tree? Um, <laughs> Probably. Yeah, they went to like the, the Prometheus school of running away from things. <laughs> um, We're back in the car. That was a great line, though. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it was. Uh, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm Dr. Grant, was, shut up, kid. That's it. I'm tired of your shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like the kid. Sorry, it's a stressful, he, stressful he, situation. He was the comic relief, and I appreciated Timmy. He was he was good. Yeah. Um, Poor Timmy got that. Oh yeah, he got the out of him in this movie. Yeah, he got the worst. I mean, if you're an anti Timmy fan, you know he gets pretty much almost eaten, crushed by the car into yeah. the mud, um, flies in the car over a cliff, which should have killed him. Is to be fair, yeah. like he should be. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's the same thing that happened to those poor people in that car that Batman was flinging around, right? Yeah. Um, in uh, yeah, a car lands on him. Yeah. Um, he's electrocuted. Yeah. He's a raptor uh, trapped yeah. uh, in a kitchen with two raptors. Um, again, almost eaten by a raptor, uh, you know, at the very end. And then the T-Rex so. cage falls and almost kills him. Oh, that's right. The rib cage. Yeah, yeah, the rib cage. Yeah, like Timmy had it, man. Like, <laughs> it, it, like Corny said, it's a good thing he's he's like a super saiyan. Otherwise, that yep. um, that's it. I am done. No more. Right, like poor kid. Um, his sister is ribbing him. You know? No more. Yeah. Uh, what? Um, all right, Sam. Another number. Another question for you. Okay. Okay. They kill the power to the park, right? Okay, so all the all the power everything's dead. Everything's dead, right? Yep. Except, and we even see the scene where Hammond pulls out the ice cream. Oh, it was starting to melt, which is why he left the ice cream door open because if you leave it shut, um, then it Hold. would pull up in water, whatever. But in the room they were in, the ceiling fans were on, and they walked into the kitchen and had to turn the lights off. Huh. Emergency generators? Right, that's what I was thinking. So, well, I but guess. Why would you get fans? Actually, on the no. In fairness, generator. no. The fairness to the lights being on, they had already turned the power back on because Timmy had been electrocuted. But before that's that right. part, um, like they were in the room, the ceiling fans were were running, and I remember seeing that, thinking, "Well, wait a minute, I thought the power was out." 
So basically, it's just it was probably hot on set and they forgot to turn them off. Um, yeah. But momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oops, <laughs> is what it is. It's uh, it's some it's the it's the um, continuity director not doing her job is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. What? This movie Guardians. Oh, yeah, is she? Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I already mentioned that the, the the way the computers work and things. I just yeah, that bothered me. Um. What pirate? Oh yeah, he. Uh, oh yeah, he first he uh, he tortures the fat kid in the desert, um, and then he pretends to get electrocuted. Grant is a psych- <laughs> is a is a psycho. Psycho. He likes torturing yeah. kids. That's why you got that intro. He like torturing kids. Um, uh, yeah, I, well, yeah, I forgot that you know Timmy here. He uh, <laughs> you know has gone through all this, and and Grant is still. Uh, it's still gonna play jokes on him, which she thought was great, which is still funny, <laughs> but. Uh, bad move uh and then uh, well oh yeah how did that raptor jump up into that drop ceiling anyway like when he kicked it in the face how did he get up there because when when you see it drop there's nothing there so once again holding on to this claws apparently again in this in this world dinosaurs can levitate because the t-rex does it and now the raptor so my god how scary would that be if those damn things could fly um can talk (laughs) And then I wrote steel cables falling out of the ceiling. This place is doomed to fail from shitty construction. So that was my last note. Um, engineer, like I said, they've got someone hell of an engineer on this thing. Oh my gosh. Um, that's all the notes I got um, yeah. other than my tropes. Oh, hold on. Uh, so this is a Spielberg film, which means product placement. Absolutely. So, oh man, who the was scene the, with all the Jurassic Park gear? Well, so I counted that as um, I actually wrote the qu- question: Does the product placement in your own movie count as product placement? So, corny the fact that you mentioned it, I would say yes. So, what else yeah. do we have? Any other product other product placements we got? Whatever Newman was eating. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he was eating some kind of chips or something. Well, I mean, you've I got the Barbasol. Barbasol, okay, check. Yeah. Ding. Um, yeah. Wasn't wasn't Newman drinking like a Pepsi or a? Ding. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. He was drinking a soda. I I I was looking for a brand and I didn't see one because oh, they okay. kept hiding it. Um. So maybe they didn't have permission to, for that particular soda. Um. Uh. What vehicle were they driving? Oh, Fords. All right. So you got your Ford and your Jeep. Jeep. And okay. Jeep. Yep. Um, obviously your computers were all Apple. So there you go. You got your Apple. Um, I put, I even made a reference to the Jello product placement, you know, cause oh, she's yeah. holding the Jello. Yeah. How about the, uh, when they're in the trailer out in the desert, when Hammond shows up, um, you got the, uh, a dust buster right over his right shoulder, right there in the middle of the shot. Dust buster. Ha, they're using <laughs> a dust buster and they're in the desert. That's desert. funny. <laughs> um, that's the only ones I wrote down. Um, but Spielberg is, is king of product placement, um, which I still... I don't know. I may he's the king of actually making it disappear, but be there. Uh, the king of product placement would be your boy Michael Bay. Yeah, he might be pretty a little bit better at it. The other one I was thinking of actually would be that um, that Batman versus Superman thing when Bruce Wayne gets to Gotham or to Metropolis and gets in a jeep. Um, Commander or Jeep, um, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, the, the new thing. The new one, I forgot. Renegade. 
Like, really? Yeah. That's what you're driving? You're driving a four-cylinder Jeep through the city like that? No. Hey, bat, it's full of bat stuff. <laughs> is it, is it, it had a taxi symbol on the top. I'm pretty sure he just <laughs> stole it from that dude. Nah, um, he's good. Uh, well, okay, he bought it from that dude. Uh, tropes, computer nerds, whatever I said. The, it could have been a lot worse trope that was said. Uh, T-Rex, yeah. Ex Machina. Um, yeah, no, uh, no montages, which is good, right? That wasn't. We didn't have any of that, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you want some clips? Let's no. do some clips. Yeah. All right, yeah, cool. no, did you say no? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> All right, here's a. Uh, Don't be but silly. Here's 29 seconds of uh, uh, Alan being a dick. <laughs> and he slashes at you with this six-inch retractable claw, like a razor, on the middle toe. He doesn't bother to bite your jugular like a lion, say. No, no. He slashes at you here or here. Or maybe across the belly, spilling your intestines. The point is, you are alive when they start to eat you. That's right. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how they did the beginning of Thriller. <laughs> Thriller! Um, I, I captured this. Meanwhile, that kid is peeing his pants. Right. Which... I love the theory that that kid turns out to be the Chris Pratt yeah, character. I like that idea in, uh, a lot. Jurassic World. Um, which is why he's attracted to the Raptors. It's because he has such a healthy fear and respect for them. Because he's the alpha. Um, this made me laugh, and it's somebody laughing. Purple with shirt off. Just with him growling, you know, like, oh, here comes oh, Molly. <laughs> He's, he's playing with a chew toy. Um, okay, here's another real quick sin, uh, uh, Sam. Sorry. This one actually really bothered me, and it's only because of my profession. But when they're sitting around the dinner table, and they've got all those slide projectors showing images around the wall, like, yeah. those are eye level. That is the most inconvenient and, like, obtrusive, offensive way to, to show slides ever. And, yeah, they're noisy, which is kind of annoying because you could keep hearing them click, click, click. <laughs> but, my gosh, why do they have to be eye level? I mean, I would be constantly, like, they probably were, the actors probably were, like, constantly, like, shielding their faces from these bright projector bulbs in the darkest dinner hall we've ever seen. Um, yeah. It was it was a neat shot, but, my gosh, it was it drove me bananas. But, anyway... Um, but here's a really great um, little uh, line from Malcolm, who in the book has some of the best dialogue in the oh, book. Oh, absolutely. Especially when he's hallucinating going in and out of consciousness. Um, here we go. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Yeah, you can even hear the projectors in the background being noisy. Um, you know, Sam, uh, Corny, I had to capture this. Hold on to your butts. So I might, I might keep that forever. <laughs> Um, I'm also going to keep this. The next time Sam goes on one of his weird rants about something that he thinks is important, I'm just going to say, that is one big pile of shit. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, yeah, Sean's going to capture that. Yeah. <laughs> it actually does kind of turn into a game. Like what is Sean going to capture this week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. I, what is this? I don't remember. 
right into the bed. Oh yeah, the falling noise. Yeah. Okay. Um. Thing. I'm not gonna play it again because whatever. I hate trees. They don't bother me. Oh yeah, well you weren't in the last one. That was funny. Um. Been great if that had been a sequel and she wasn't in the last one. It's been great. Uh, oh, another another little kind of um, thing that kind of bothered me a little bit, and only this time watching it. So what you're telling me, movie, is that Dr. Hammond or John Hammond has all these brilliant scientists who do the DNA thing with their futuristic virtual reality gloves, the power gloves from Nintendo. Right, um, <laughs> while using a uh, you know welding shield or whatever, did not one of them thought about hmm? There's these West African frogs that can change sex. Maybe we shouldn't use them. Yeah, you know, I, I wondered about. I mean, I, I've always wondered about that watching the movie, but I mean, every time I watched it, that I was old enough to understand it, but. I also wondered why would they use an amphibian when dinosaurs are not amphibians? Reptilian. Yeah. No. Yeah, it would have made more sense that they would have used. Now, again, in fairness to Michael Crichton, when he wrote the book, we didn't really know that. I mean, dinosaur basically means thunder lizard. So we thought that that's what they were until we were like, they started really doing more research. Uh, and, and learned that they actually are more bird-like. I mean, they have since discovered that raptors had feathers, and they're not even like like the I mean the Utah raptor, which they discovered um, would actually be the size of the raptors in this movie. But Velociraptors are like what like like three feet tall, Sam. Yep. Yeah. So, and I learned that not from Dinosaur Train, but from actual other stuff. Um, but also Dinosaur Train. Anyway, here's the line. Here's the bit. Mutated the dinosaur genetic code and blended it with that of frogs. Now, some West African frogs have been known to spontaneously change sex from male to female in a single sex environment. <laughs> Malcolm was right. Look, I found a way. I gotta edit that there. So, in North Carolina, which bathroom would they use? Nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, thank you, Sam. It's going to be a really dinosaur subject. Always, always topical. Um, this was a great line. This is just a delay. That's all it is. All major theme parks had delays. When they opened Disneyland in 1956, mm. nothing worked. Yeah, nothing. But John, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the Pirates don't eat the tourists. I mean, not at least, you know, this year. But Yeah, not this year. In the future, um, yeah. Um, this was another thing. Another thing that kind of uh, I remember thinking was uh, it wasn't annoying or anything. It was just a weird thing that they they kept saying the phrase because like when they're eating ice cream, and she's like, "You don't have control. We need to because people are dying. What people? One guy. You know what I'm saying? Like the lawyer has died. They don't know that Nedry is dead. They don't know. So." Not people, guy, right? I mean, well, they might but also at that be point, talking about the uh, the guy that got the raptor in the first scene. Uh, I mean, the, the guy that do, she but, doesn't know do, where everybody is. But do they know that? Does she know about that first dude? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they might not know about that guy. But I mean, you're, Sam, you said where everyone is. We, 
who is everyone? We're 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 missing three people. Grant four and four the people. Kids. Yeah. So Grant, the kids, the lawyer. Right. So four people. Yep. They've seen Gennaro dead, and they saw the footprints of Grant and the kids. They also have Ian Malcolm, who told him what was going on. Right. And as far as he knows, since they were out there picking him up, you know, the pieces of Ian up. Right. Um, you know, Grant's not there. The kids aren't there. Um, I guess they would assume that people were dying. I, I guess it, was, it they, and then and then Attenborough says it later on when he says to tell them to shut down the system. You know, we can't use a licensing contingency, so we're gonna have to uh, shut down the system, restart the system. And he says people are dying. No, they're not. One guy, one guy's died. Only five people die in the whole movie, anyway. So listen, Sean, all lawyers matter. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'd like to point out, Sean, that you just did the um, um, the quirky uh, cop who destroyed a lot of property. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, Captain, it was just one dude. One dude's dead. I didn't kill an entire block. <laughs> they were dead when I got there. I'm not saying one that that one man's <laughs> life doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. My point is, is that the dialogue they were using implies that dozens and dozens of people have died. You know, we need to we need to correct this thing so that, you know, we need to stop the bloodshed. You know, no. One lawyer died on a toilet in kind of a <laughs> in a kind of a funny manner. That's my point. Jurassic World, lots and lots of people died in Jurassic World. That Absolutely. was kind of you know what I'm saying? Like especially that poor woman who got picked up and then dropped and picked up and then eaten by the big thing. Like if you want to oh, say that one? Yeah. 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 If you want to throw out that line, people are dying. That's very, very accurate. Is my point. I know, but whatever. It's again, I'm nitpicking here. It's it's not really important. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, she was me. basically the the Russian nesting doll of that movie. <laughs> yeah, she's my uh, she's my celebrity. You know, like, uh, it, you know, I have a deal with my wife that if I ever meet her. Oh yeah, really? The list. the the, the yeah. babysitter. Yeah, Katie McGrath. Oh, you, she's not on my list. You had that she's, name ready to go. I did. She was in the show Merlin um, as Morgana, and we watched it. It was a show that uh, that Karen and I watched. My wife and I watched uh, for, I guess, a couple of years while it was out a few years ago, and uh, that's where I first saw her. And I was like, "Dang, she's kind of." It's funny if you look on her first picture. Go on her IMDb page. And then you look under her photos, and under the the first picture, she's with some guy named Bach Van Blerk. He kind of looks like you, Andrew. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like she's putting makeup on you. It's just kind of freaking me out. Nice. <laughs> freaking me out, man. Here, I say, if you guys aren't right there, I can uh, put a copy of the link into Skype real quick. Please do. Please do. Um, yeah. I'm way too lazy to type. She's got a little bit of the God. What's the name of that look? Uh, the the woman. There, it's in um, Skype. Foot she's face? naked all the time. Sin City. Foot face. Foot face. Um, not foot face. Um, she's naked all the time, and she's oh, uh, she's, Eva Green. She's drug, Eva Green. She's kind of got an Eva Green look on her. Yeah, a little bit. She also she's kind naked. of reminds me of Kira Knightley a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he does kind of look like me. Right? Isn't that kind of freaky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to Skype and check out the, the, the thing there. Like, he looks like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like... 
she's painting. She's painting your mutton chops. Yeah. I think I'm gonna make that my profile picture. You should <laughs> paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! That's right? Awesome. That's, that's that uncanny. Is that is that's uncanny. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's not Jane, is it? From from your uh from Firefly? Buckman Blair. No, 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 no. That's not him. Kind of. That's an alien, alien name. That is an alien name. Yeah, Buckman Bleak. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Well, that's incredible. Good for Andrew having his uh, like down down right to the. Uh, I'm tired of this. <laughs> yeah, smile. I, mean, I, I saw this. Why is this woman you know? touching me? <laughs> I guess if it was actually Andrew, he would actually just already be making out with her at that point. Yeah. Um. Uh. Here we go. This is a, a thing that happened. I can't not look at this now. Right. Here we go. Clever <laughs> girl. Now you knew I was going to get that one. Oh. Um. Did you hear that they did a uh, commercial, like a makeup commercial about that? Easy breezy, beautiful, clever girl. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> nice. nice. No, they didn't. Oh, man, that would have been great. <laughs> I want that to be real. Oh, man. Easy breezy, clever girl. And it shows them like putting makeup on a raptor. That would be hysterical. Oh, here we go. And this one was for you, Sam. right yes that's right we uh we store our files in a three-dimensional floating space thing and there was did you ever notice that there was a a packet called zool it's <laughs> always like reminded me of ghostbusters i don't know if that's what it's from but it says zool um or maybe it says zoo with an exclamation point i don't know but anyway i thought it said zool uh, there we go. Um, and now for some more bad news. Ready? I'm just going to cook through some of this as quickly as I can because we're getting a little long in the tooth of this show. Uh, this is one of the most famous and oldest pieces of uh, trivia about the movie. When the T-Rex comes through the glass roof of the Ford Explorer, the glass was not meant to break. And so the fear on the kids' faces is real because it's big scary dinosaur <laughs> trying to kill them. Um, um, when... Uh, in uh, crap, too many things. Easy, breezy, beautiful, clever girl. Thank you, Corny. <laughs> That's great. Um, I, I did not make that. I was already. Is that existed. already real? Yes. Oh my gosh, that now we have to put it on Facebook. Uh, when the hurricane Iniki hit, I thought in the in the Pacific they were called typhoons. And there's still hurricanes out there. I don't know why. Look, I've I don't have time for you. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm just and then when Hurricane Iniki <laughs> hit, the cast and crew were all required to move to the ballroom of the hotel they were staying in. Richard Attenborough, however, stayed in his hotel room and slept through the entire event. When asked how he could possibly have done this, he said, My dear boy, I survived the Blitz. So, <laughs> um, Universal paid Michael Crichton two million bucks for the right of his novel before it was even published. Um, no. Now, there was really great... Oh, actually, there it is. Never mind. Um, I will read it. Um, there, there's a joke about him, Michael Crichton. Why did you call it Jurassic Park and put a dinosaur from the Cretaceous period on the cover? And he said, <laughs> quote, that was just the best-looking design. Um, there's only 15 minutes of actual dinosaur footage. Nine minutes were Stan Winston's animatronics. Six were <laughs> IML, ILM CGI. This one I thought was really interesting piece of trivia. Um, James Cameron wanted to make the film, 
and the rights were bought a few hours before he could bid. Upon seeing Jurassic Park, Cameron realized that Spielberg was the best choice because he wanted to make it a much more violent aliens with dinosaurs kind of vibe, which wouldn't have been fair to children. Um, but a lot of what, um, you know, supposedly the technology used for this movie was influenced by Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So, um, I don't believe this one, but I wrote it down anyway. Jim Carrey was considered for the role of Ian Malcolm. That sounds like a terrible oh, idea, especially the sexy shot. Yeah. I don't believe that. Especially at that point in his career. Uh, and what was, was he doing in 93? Was that Mask or yeah, Ace Ventura? It's around there. Yeah, yeah Ace Ventura, yeah. Um, he was a known commodity. He was mostly just that funny dude from that uh, SNL ripoff show. What was that called? Um, in Living in Color. In Living Color, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Jim Carrey was... Oh, I said that. Sean Connery was offered the role of John Hammond based on his performance as Professor Henry Jones Sr., but he turned the role down. This one I find actually the most... Um, uh, interesting. Spread bench. Michael Crichton's agents <laughs> circulated the books to six studios and directors. Warner Brothers wanted it for Tim Burton. Columbia wanted it for Richard Donner. Fox wanted it for Joe Dante, while Universal wanted it for Spielberg. Now, just thinking about that for a minute, the idea of a Tim Burton version of this movie sounds super fascinating to me. Um, really does. It, yeah, I kind of want to see that. I have also contended to this day that if the first three versions or the first, um, the, well, mainly the first two versions of Harry Potter, first Harry Potter movies were done by Tim Burton, I would have been way more interested in watching those movies when they first came out. Just saying. Hmm. Um, it, that would be, I don't know, be really the, I, cool if, uh, if a director would say, hey, you know what? I love your style. I want you to take my film and redo it in your style. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just worry Tim Burton has a tendency to lose the story in the spectacle. Uh, yeah, maybe less than like um, Michael Bay. But I still yeah. think that Tim Burton is still a really great storyteller. I mean, this is 93. This is like, you know. We're st- we're, we were what? what fresh from um, Nightmare, right? I can't remember when Nightmare was. Um, it was around there, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were like real close to that. I mean, I think... Batman, yeah, was... Well, Batman on. was 89, yeah. Um, I mean, Darkman had just come out. So Batman Returns was probably there. Yeah, somewhere. so I, I think it wouldn't have been weird. I think... And we still would have gotten the spectacle, but... It might have been a little dark, too dark. I don't know. Um, I think Spielberg was the perfect person to do this movie, but I'm just yeah. saying I would, I wouldn't, if I could just like put on some weird glasses and go back and look at what how it would have looked like had he done it, I would have found it interesting. All right, more proof that the um, IMDb um, trivia is bullshit. Here we go. <laughs> a dinosaur. Now, Sam, you might argue with me on this one, but um, I would like. To, I, 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 want, I hope so. I want your input, seriously. A dinosaur, or any other large reptilian creature, is never killed by a human being throughout the course of the film series until Jurassic World. Do you think that's true? Okay, so a dinosaur has never been killed until Jurassic So we're World? saying in the, in the movies, the first three movies, no human kills a dinosaur. No, I disagree. Right. Why? Especially in the second one, with the, probably the dumbest scene ever. Right, but... When Gymnast Girl... Yep pushes it on the spikes and like impales it to death. 
And a girl. Once again, we've got a Super Saiyan. Children. <laughs> right. Uh, th- that 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 ruined that movie for me. Right. It, it would have been awesome. Yeah, this this 90-pound girl does an uneven bar routine and kicks a, what, 800-pound bird dinosaur thing out a window into its death? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She would have bounced but, off that thing like it wasn't like it was a brick wall. Yeah. Uh, but, whatever. So, so yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is that she killed it? I think she killed it. So, whoever wrote that, you have obviously not watched Lost World. Because um, my next, I actually wrote underneath it, not true Lost World gymnastics. That's literally what I wrote. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't believe you put that in there. I just, uh, oh. That was such a bad choice. Me? No, the uh, Spielberg in number two. Oh yeah. Well, you know he is. I mean, he C- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull proof that the yeah. man can yeah. make a bad movie. World World War of the Worlds proof that even Spielberg can have his star crash. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although that movie has its moments that are pretty pretty cool. It's just such a bad ending. It's a, that it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I think it's a bad beginning, middle, and end. Like, I think... <laughs> so what is left? <laughs> I'm, I have a real hard time defending that movie for, with anything. I think Tom Cruise in it yeah. is fine. I think uh, the uh, 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 fanning girl, she's... I mean, she's good, but all she does is scream the whole movie. Yeah. But... I, the problem is, is that that world, that movie doesn't work in in the two in, in the year that we live in now. It doesn't. In the year two thousand. Yeah, it doesn't work now. You know how many how many satellites do we have looking down at the Earth, taking photos of the ground for subways and things like that? We would have seen giant metal machines down there. Um, is what I'm. At least about. one from Dave Matthews. I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, that's fine. Whatever. That's not this movie. Uh, recasting, I guess. Do we need to do the recasting game since they just. I don't want to. I, I think it's world? perfect. I think it is too. Uh, Harrison Ford was actually offered the role and turned it down and then l- later watched it and said, good choice because Sam Neill's great, um, which I think is good. I mean, yeah, it's, I think it was a good cast. Oh, they did have, uh, um, again, more IMDb bullshit, but they have like. You know, such and such was also thought of for the casting, you know. So they had like every female that was popular in the mid nineties as possible for the for the lead female role. And Including it, Rosie Perez. I mean uh, who's that? Rosie Perez. Should I know who that is? <laughs> she would have been good or something. Yeah. Oh, there right we go. from uh from uh, White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. Nice, nice Andrew. <laughs> Uh, Sandra Bullock, Gwyneth Paltrow, Julianne Moore, Helen Hunt, Terry Hatcher, Elizabeth Hurley, and Cheryl Finn were all tested for the role of Ellie Sadler. Really? All of them? Actually, Elizabeth Hurley, she's hot. I'd have been good with that. Um, I I actually would have preferred any of those over... uh, Laura Dern. Yeah. Yeah. I I just... Yeah, I don't she know didn't she, do it for me. I don't know who she I, uh, I appreciated that they cast people who weren't just beautiful. These were regular folks. Well, that wasn't even it for me, though. Like, it it wasn't the fact that she... And she's not ugly, but... No, I just I, I thought some of her acting was bad. 
Yeah, me too. Like when yeah. she walks up and she's like, run. I, I thought that was right like, after the ass shot. Yeah. And then she like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was. And her mom, mom pants. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom shorts. Yeah. Mom shorts. Uh, mom shorts. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because Horny mm-hmm. wears them every Saturday while he's cleaning the house. And it was. Oh, yeah. It's feather duster. <laughs> um, soundtrack gate grade is just flipping awesome. That's all I'm going to say. It's just yeah. flipping awesome. What did we learn? We learned that what the dinosaurs that they have don't actually look like dinosaurs that there are. Happens. That's okay. No feathers, but I don't want to see dinosaurs with feathers. Well, BD Wong tells us why, so that's okay in the last movie. By um, the way, uh, I, I've already known that whenever BD Wong or BD Wong, wow, that was really uh, personally racist for me. Uh, whenever BD Wong uh, shows up in a movie, you know some shit's going to go down. Pretty much. Um, here we go. Uh, believe it or not, this is our first Spielberg movie we've done for the show. Well, um, if you think about it, Netflix isn't a haven for uh, Spielberg. It really stuff. isn't. Um, there's actually he's a such couple... a bad, bad director. Um, yeah, because <laughs> he does such <laughs> shit films all the time. Um, I think Ten Ten was on here for a little while. Maybe not. I don't remember. I liked yeah. that. Yeah, movie. I think it was actually. I did too. I actually yeah. really liked it. It was very fun and endearing, and Declan liked it a lot. So anyway, uh, top three Spielberg films. Uh, Andrew. All right, I got some uh, honorable mentions with uh, Bridge of Spies and Lincoln. Never um, seen Lincoln. Bridge of Spies is great. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen Lincoln, it's not uh, an action movie or anything, but it. Yeah. The Daniel Day Lewis does a great job, um, and it is really, if you're a history buff like I am, it's it's worth a watch. Um, number three. Um, or genre, but uh, it's fun to watch. I watch it once in a while, and the music again is great. It's John Williams again, uh, which I think Steven Spielberg and John Williams are just a bromance there. And uh, <laughs> number two, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and number one uh, for many reasons. Mainly, it's uh, one of my fondest memories of childhood is going to the theater and watching Hook. Okay. Hook. Wow. Have you watched Hook recently? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's one of those I watch, you know, like once a year or so. Yeah, it was on when my when Sarah and I and the family were up at the mountain condo recently, and we watched it with Declan, and um, I had kind of forgotten how silly and cartoony and kind of bad that movie is, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't care either, you know, for kind of the <laughs> same reasons, because um, that was a movie I watched with uh, my buddy Steven, uh, who was a friend of the show. Um, a bunch and we argued and I think I mentioned it on this podcast but I don't remember why but I remember arguing with him um, the ending of Hook when the the, the alligator falls and he, uh-huh. and he screams I want my mommy and then he disappears and then the alligator burps We I argued my point was that he actually ran away Hook actually escaped in the dust and confusion and they were going to have a sequel. Um, no. To which Stephen was like, but the thing burps. I'm like, how can a dead alligator burp? You know, it's... Um, <laughs> but that was that was my argument. So anyway. So how's that sequel going for you? Um, well, you know, the, the, for what it's worth, the movie didn't really do financially great. So that's probably the reason why. Um, but the soundtrack of that is what's one of my favorites. All right. Cool. Uh, Corny? 
right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, my number three as uh, Minority Report. Oh, cool. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I thought it's been a long time uh, since I've seen that, but it was really interesting. I thought I was uh, going to be the only one that was going to mention that movie tonight. Oh, well, you were wrong. Thank you. All right, so <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with my uh, number two as um, well uh, the Indiana Jones first one. Okay. All right, and uh, I think I'm going to go with my number three as Saving Private Ryan. All right, it's a good one. Nathan Fillion's <laughs> in that. Saving Ryan's privates? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, shaving <laughs> Ryan's privates. Ryan's oh, privates. shaving, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sam? <laughs> um, I've got my number three as... Uh, I should you know, know I... that since it's in my... It's in your porn collection. collection. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Andrew, you know. Yeah. You're yeah. our porn expert. <laughs> Apparently. Um, I put Indiana Jones down. He's our down. sexpert. <laughs> at, at number three, I put Indiana Jones down as the compilation, but... After the fourth one, I, I don't want to put the whole set, so I'm going to have to say uh, Raiders, uh, not Raiders, um, Crusaders is, is my the uh, last favorite. Crusade. Post. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two, I've got Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. And my number one, um, again, uh, and by the way, I have to give it to you, Sean. You, you finally figured out a way where I cannot put Jurassic Park <laughs> as my uh, number one spot. <laughs> but uh, Schindler's List is just, it's... Oh. It, I really thought you were going to say Jurassic Park 3. Oh, good Lord, no. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, just real quick, I, I actually put out like a, a ad on Twitter. Hey, uh, we're doing top three uh, Spielberg films. Uh, and some people actually chimed in. So I'm going to give them credit for participating in the show. So, awesome. Um, uh, at Kevin Wright Stuff, uh, he like writes uh, like paper and pen. Uh, Last oh. Crusade, Jurassic Park. Uh. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's his Twitter <laughs> handle. Who cares? Uh, Last Crusade, Jurassic Park, Jaws. He obviously doesn't know the rules. Um, uh, at Owen James. Uh, ro- uh, Tin Tin Hook, Close Encounters of a Third Kind. And uh, at M and the Boys. At, uh, at MJ and the Boys. Uh, Raiders, Jaws, Oops. Jurassic Park. So. There you go. Uh, thank you guys for participating. If you participate in the show, we will give you whatever. And Sam, apparently you just said suck it to our podcast. So, um, for some reason. Uh, That's completely fair. Um, my number three is Minority Report. I just like that movie for some reason. I think it's fun. Dude, the eye scene is, creeps me out every oh, time. I know, right? Oh, my God. Uh, Saving Private Ryan would be number two. And uh, Last Crusade would be my number one. Um, there you go. That's going to do it. We don't, I don't think we have any of the email. Let me double check. I was just there. No, no emails this week. That's fine. No one loves us. Whatever. That's all right. Um, uh, out of 10. Uh, (laughs) should should we be using the, uh, Price is Right theme? (laughs) Oh, really quickly before we do out of 10, uh, I forgot to mention this. Another sound that really, it didn't bother me, but it made me kind of laugh a little bit, mm-hmm. was when Dennis is at the table eating and, and then he laughs. He has this like high pitched sound that sounds like a velociraptor. Oh, weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> weird. I don't know. 
Not to mention someone's going to eat that pie with the shaving cream at some point. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I felt so bad for that poor person. It's like, oh, my gosh. I'm, this is the worst thing ever. I'm never coming back here. And then I'm sitting there going, <laughs> can I have some more tacos? Uh, <laughs> Andrew, out of 10, sir. All right. I'm going to go um, 8.12 uh, country DNA strands. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Corny. Uh, I'm going to go 8.6. Uh, yes, I hope they die and they deserve to burn in dinosaur hell. <laughs> Out of 10. All right. Uh, Sam? Uh, you knew it was coming. Perfect 10? Uh, favorite movie. I've got to do a, uh, This is my first perfect 10. Uh, 10 half-eaten lawyers out of uh, out of 10. I think this was Gennaro. I think this was too. Ew. <laughs> um, oh, hey, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. I'm really okay with that. Yeah. The only perfect 10 I've given, I think, on this show is to die hard. So I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid... I'm going to give this a 9.2 million years wow. of evolution suddenly thrown into the mix. I love the movie. I really do. All the little nitpicking yeah. I'm doing is just that. It's nitpicking. Yeah. Um, it, it's, most of it doesn't really affect the story. Um, I, I wish they wouldn't... I mean, you know, get rid of the Unix system and make the forklift driver drive according to OSHA standards, and it's a better film. That's all I'm saying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can't get lost your it. audio there for a good ten yeah. seconds. Oh yeah. well, perfect. Um, it's in the recording, so let's just assume that I said nice things about Sam and the show. Um, <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. Um, I'm just really curious, real quick. Um, according to uh, unofficial, no, officially, Jurassic Park will be our number one movie. Wow. Um, I'd rather watch Jurassic Park than. Uh... Then Wolf, which Wolf, is what yeah. currently sits at number yeah. one. I would agree with that. I'm good yeah, with that. That's very true. It's funny. I was actually going back and looking. I'm actually surprised We Were Soldiers is as high as it is. Yeah, I wasn't there to down it. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Because um, then you look. Uh, just For those of you who are listening real quick, who have never been to our website, CheapSuitReviews.com, our top ten um, well, we have three tied at nine, so I'm just going to pick the first one. Hunt for October, Deadpool, Captain America Civil War, Force Awakens, We Were Soldiers, Silence of the Lambs, Good Morning Vietnam, The Usual Suspects, Wolf of Wall Street. I Again, I'm actually a little dumbfounded that We Were Soldiers made it above Civil War, Star Wars, and Deadpool. So Yeah, I, I would much rather watch yeah. any one of those three. <laughs> yeah. Not, but anyway, um, that's, that, yeah. that's it. That's it. Oh, sorry, Andrew. What? No, I was just gonna say I don't. Was I on the Deadpool show? Did it? I think uh, I was. I don't know. I should have rated that higher because that's that's really one of my favorite films. <laughs> it's on my. It's in my top I don't, ten. I don't know if you were part of the 10. show yet. Was Chad still with us? No, I don't think Chad ever saw Deadpool. Oh, was Chad still? Yeah. With us? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Deadpool. No, that would have been Andrew. No, Andrew, you didn't yeah. review that episode with us. Uh, I, don't, sure. I don't have a score for you, so that's why. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so that might have jumped it. Maybe, yeah. I'm uh, sure it would have. Yeah. I guess we could technically retcon it, but we're not going to. Um, 
that's it. That's our show. That's our podcast. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thanks for listening. If you're still with us, um, huh? yeah, the, this podcast actually is as long as the movie. And if you're not, you can go screw yourself. <laughs> oh, good lord! Because you didn't hear that, so <laughs> I need to see the podcast droppings. Uh, oh, uh, oh, you mean the? Uh... Oops. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> um. Hey, can we just tag our uh, podcast ending with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think I I kind of like um, get too old with this podcast. Yeah, it's kind of like me. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, so oh, that now was I got, me, wasn't it? Yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, who the hell's doing that? So now I got Chad and Corny. I just need to get something from the other two. Um, so like you two can have a conversation together. Um, I don't know how it would work. <laughs> You know, so first, time. uh, hey, bro. And then, uh, you know, then he says, Cornelius. And then you say, get too old with his podcast. And then Chad says, uh, it was a different time. There you go. You're having a whole conversation. It's great. All right. Anyway, fun with soundboard. Um, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, wait, before I hit play on that, what are we doing next week? Well, next week we are officially officially finishing the Jack Ryan series with the sum or not the, but some of all fears. S U M not S O M not some of all fears, yeah. but the total sum. Of it also all... will be a good time uh, because their Amazon is coming out with a Jack Ryan TV uh, show. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see what that looks like. Um, I think that's an interesting property and an interesting concept. Uh, so we will see that one, and we will see how it strikes up or lines up or whatever up with the rest of the Jack Ryan movies. Do we like it? Will we like it more than Hunt for Red October or less than whichever one was least? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll find out. Tune in next week for that. All right, now I can hit play on that. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for our show. Please leave us a review on the iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, where other fine podcasts are sold. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Uh, I'm at Sean J. Allred, at Suniji, S-O-N-E-J-I-16, Sam, at Johnny Darko 16, and at A. Jimison. I just realized that I do your Twitter or to your mother. handles backwards from the way I always like do the show with you guys. Anyway, I just I don't know why I just realized that. Um, send us your emails, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Calls are 704-271-4290. And that's going to do it for us, I think. Yep. Um, if you, um, as we're in the fall now, if you have anything you want us to do for Halloween movies, send in your emails, your requests, whatever. Um, we will be very interested to do uh, we, we like the Halloween movies, and so let's find something good because I can't wait till October so I can go back and watch um, the... Poultry the, Guys. No, the Fright... The Poultry Guys? No. The Frighteners. We got Frighteners, the Tucker fr Dale. Yeah, yeah, the Frighteners. I got to find a way. I, gotta, I might just buy Zombie that. Beavers. Oh, Jesus. Um, actually, it's weirdly enough, someone mentioned that in a meeting the other day at work. It was very strange. But anyway... Um, but they called it zombie beavers. Uh, anyway, um, so that's going to do it for our show. Again, thanks for listening. So on behalf of uh, Andrew, Corny, Sam, and uh, Samuel Jackson's arm, this is Sean saying thank you for listening. <laughs>
guy that cheap shooters should have uh, questioned whether they should. <laughs> <laughs> Not could we make a podcast, but should we make a podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my wife questions that all the time. 